Hello and welcome to Red Barn Radio. I'm Brad Becker. This is season 19 of Red Barn Radio, and tonight is show number 710. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. This evening we bring to the Red Barn stage Blind Feline. They're a young Kentucky three-piece band defying genre boundaries, playing mountain jazz, psychedelic rock and roll, and some funky blues. Welcome Blind Feline to Red Barn Radio. Call Roger Gones. I got three shots of whiskey, I got four cups of wine, I got five shots of vodka and a gallon of shine. Gord a wild turkey low, I'm feeling bug wild. You're gonna die, good low, you're gonna die. Reckless through the valley with a magnum in his hands. He got 35 gallon shine burning up the land. Teacher said he got potential police, took him by the hand. Then he died, good lord, and then he died. Roger Gone, good old boy. Shoot the out front boy, see his life is in a moment. Boy, he went to school, raised on Count Hill. Now I'm his, that's Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is supported by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. More information on what Lexington has to offer is at visitlex.com. LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council. Creating a great American city inspired by the arts. Tonight on Red Barn Radio, we've got a hot little three-piece band from Louisville, Kentucky. Blind Feline is Oliver Sayani, Kurt Spelker, and Matt Griffin. Welcome back, please, Blind Feline, to the Red Barn stage. Between the sheets 
Listeners, our guest this evening is Blind Feline. They're Oliver Sayani, Matthew Griffin, and Kurt Spelker here putting out all this sound. It's great to have you guys here. You're from Louisville as an entity, and I, I heard you say that you originally came from Cumberland Gap. How about you first, Kurt? Uh, I'm from Louisville. Oh, you uh, are? Okay. Yeah. Born in Atlanta, I guess. Moved to Lexington for a year. My sister is born here. Oh, okay. Actually, both my siblings live here now. I'm familiar with Lexington, but Louisville, well, majority of my life, yeah. Gotcha. Oliver, did you literally grow up in the little town of Cumberland Gap where they have that cool mill and the trout stream running through and the little bike museum and yeah, stuff? Yeah, so you've been there. Grew up in that town. Also, Tazewell is nearby. Yeah. Um, Tazewell, the Gap, Middlesbrough, Kentucky. Is Tazewell actually in Virginia? No, it's uh, south of the Gap in Tennessee. Oh, okay. Oh, I got yeah, you. Oh, Virginia's I... right there, so right around there. And, uh, you know, grew up a lot going to places like Pineville and Middlesbrough. Yeah, I've been familiar with Kentucky for a while, and I guess that's why Louisville was kind of the place that I chose to go, just, you know, a bigger spot to see what was happening with the music yeah. um, and to go to college. I go to L. 
Um, and that's where I met Matt. Down beside train tunnel, up on the hill, there was a place the Triceratops lived, and where the buffalo used to roam. The Bard Ranger was on our, we were given, we're just smoking grass. From the street, on the pharaoh. Where so the kids go, mad from the heat to the meadow. Kurt Spelker on the bass. Go mad 
out from the heat into the meadow. As far back as high school, were you uh, already into music? I was definitely into music at that point. I was into music for as long as I can remember. I think I started playing guitar at like 11. Oh, nice. Did they have a good music program at your high school and some teachers that were, I don't know, that you felt sort of got what you were into and supported you as a young person? Not just that, but I would go as far to say there was a teacher there that really got it all started. Her name was Linda Smitty. She was just, you know... Really genuine lady, would not lie to you. Did uh, you need that? Somebody who was really direct with you? Definitely. I think that I dug her style, hmm. and she dug the potential of my style at the time. But I think I needed it just because everybody needs it, really. Like, if you're going to start learning how to do something, the more, like, disciplined you are at it, the better it is, which that doesn't seem like on the outside, like, that's the type of guy I am. But really it is. Like, I need that kind of that structure uh, to an extent. So... It was really good having her as a teacher. I think and all kids need that kind of structure. They're not necessarily going to ask for it, but ultimately right. they're kind of looking for someone who is no-nonsense, who has a job to do. If they're teaching school, they, they have a curriculum, they have something in mind that they want to get done, and are you in or not? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people disagreed with that at the time, like for kids. They thought she was, like, too mean and stuff like that. She was what they call a savage, right? She would lay it on you. <laughs> if you didn't practice, if you didn't do it right, you would feel the hellfire coming in strong. So it's great to have a teacher like Linda Smitty yeah. out there. Unfortunately, she doesn't work there anymore, but you know she was one of the best teachers that we had there. to me in a dream one time close to a year ago now it's about just losing yourself and finding yourself again you might think it's cold out but it's warm to me I got me a heavyweight bow with ten tons of fallen leaves where did my baby go? She's been gone since May. It feels like just a minute ago we were sitting by the bay.
singing now, all right? Take a sip of my moonshine and hear the truth I say. What did she see in you as a young musician? It's hard to say, but I think that she definitely saw like some rock and roll, um, being drawn to rock and roll a little bit because the most memorable thing that I remember learning in piano from her as a teacher was Jerry Lee Lewis. And when I played that, it spoke to me more. And then she said, oh, you like that. She recognized that. And I'm thankful for that because he still to this day is one of my favorites and one of the kings of rock and roll. You and Matt met at University of Louisville. It was 2018, sort of the beginning of... It was around that time, ...a right? blind feline. Oliver had a complete, completely different setup of guys when I first met him. Called blind feline, the, yeah. the original? It was called then, like, that was the name we were using. It's kind of like iterations 
to the band, if uh-huh. you will. You know, like yeah. to me, like you know, I love those boys who was in it, but it had to go through certain changes to get to where it is now. Yeah. Did you always have a trio in mind? At first, I wasn't really thinking about it too much. I think that's the biggest evolution within it all is is just kind of personal growth. And I know we've all experienced that in some way, you know, in what we do. But for my personal growth, it was, you know, listening more, expanding influences more. It always came from like a rock and roll, blues and jazz type background. You know, we I always loved mountain music growing up. We had a buddy named Phil from The Gap that had dulcimers and was really into dulcimers. And we'd strum along with him. He has the books of all, all these crazy uh, dulcimer songs and folk songs. And I guess letting that all cook together in a form something that isn't just a cluster, if you will, <laughs> of things <laughs> no, that know. are just so <laughs> random and like from opposite directions, you know, forming like one entity that transcends those influences. I think that most of our songs now, they have our own style in it, but if you listen, you can hear multiple things. And the, the goal is always unity, bring it all together. You know? Yeah.
Matt was saying the other day that, like, we'll practice and be kind of, like, not too tight and then play and we'll be, all like, tight all of a sudden. Maybe it's the pressure. It lets uh-huh. it all come together, and that, that pressure of, like, playing it live can make you do things and just roll with it. You make a mistake and just confidently try to go in that direction and stretch it as far as you can. And then after that, it's like, okay, that worked. Like, you guys want to try that again? It could end up being a part of the song. Oliver, are you the main lyric writer? Yeah, all the songs that we're playing today, I've written. When it comes down to the arrangements and you know putting the tunes together. There's usually an idea, but it can be pretty loose to where we all arrange it in our own way. Yeah. I never have to tell Matt play this certain <laughs> beat. He's got all these beats in his head, and he can just whip out whatever beat that he thinks goes with it. And, yeah, we definitely collaborate with the stuff a lot because they end up being completely different from when they were written on acoustic usually. Oh, yeah. Don't let me down either. Don't let me down slow. You can take me to the top of a mountain throw me in the snow. I want to feel the hard times. I want to feel the rain. I want to feel the low so I can feel the highs again. One more time. Don't let me down easy. Don't let me down slow. You can take me to the top of a mountain and throw me in the snow. I want to feel the hard times. I want to feel the rain. I want to feel the low so I can feel the highs again. Walk a mile in my shoes and swear I got the blue. Well, it's this part of life. Give me pleasure, give me pain, just as long as it breaks a chain. Holding back my inner life. Don't let me down easy. Don't let me down slow. You can take me to the top of a mountain. Trying to get past the fear of going from the old to the new. I know there's broken glass leaf shards, but I'm proud of my scar. Guess I'm one step closer to the truth. Don't let me down easy. Don't let me down slow. You can take me to the top of a mountain and throw me in the snow.
easy. Don't let me down slow. You can take me to the top of a mountain, throw me in the snow. I wanna feel the hard times. I wanna feel the rain. I wanna feel the lows so I can feel the highs again. We're back with Red Barn Radio. After this break, Red Barn Radio. Roots music, Southern style. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Roots Music, Southern Style. Feeling tired and drifting now, half a bottle into the night. What's the reason to spill this blood? Is a man money or esteem? It's a brother fight against a brother out here, and a pretty sight to see. Yeah! Eagles blood! Dry gin! Washed down the lightning on this purple mountain. Yeah. 
Did you actually go to Spain? How did you happen to go there? Well, I happened to go there because I got some family in Poland. One of my family members there likes to go to Spain a lot. And so we went down there with them for a summer or for like a little bit of a summer. So every morning I was with my family and we'd hang out, go to the beach, go to all the the typical spots that you would go to. And then at (laughs) night I would go out with my guitar sometimes, you know, try to make some money off the streets. I was just kind of... A little drunk, feeling inspired, you uh-huh. know, like watching a B.B. King video, thinking I was like, oh, I bet I can make some money like off the street. So I tried <laughs> to do that. I didn't make very much. They're a tough crowd over there. Um, <laughs> but I would end up just going, getting lost in the town squares and meeting people from all over. I was just trying to experience as much as I could while I was being there. I was staying up all night, morning time with the family, at night out there trying to experience stuff and as I went out there and on, you know, on those journeys, I felt a song looming. I felt like there's going to be a song come out of this. I can feel it, and it just naturally happened and came out. And I think that was one of the first songs that I showed you, Matt, uh, whenever we first started playing together. I showed him that, and he's like, oh, I like that. So, How old were you at that time? I believe I was like 20. Oh, okay. 21. Being there with family is a, a great experience in itself, and being able to go out at night and try to try to write music and play music and get into the culture of what was going on was what always uh, interests me It, it is what always interests me about other places yeah
Constantinople fell Tensions are tawdry From the toxins in the air I breathe One for the road One for the road One for the road Dance with me. 
Hey, Matt, I wanted to come back to you. So where'd you learn to sing? I guess my mom and her side of the family. I'd never taken any lessons. All my immediate family sings, whether good or bad. uh, (laughs) Yeah, my mom's, uh, she used to sing in church uh, for a very, very long time. A lot of aunts and uncles still sing in church. Our first band, Kurt and I, actually were in our first high school band together. We didn't really have a set singer at the time, so I'm like, you know, I'll just hop on vocals. So I've been playing and singing since, I guess, our first group. Yeah. You guys do a really nice harmony work. Seems like so important to have that high end there, especially in a trio, to get that neat mix. So it's really a cool sound. to change
Do you guys have a sense of who your audience is? We have audiences that are spread out all across Kentucky and Tennessee and a lot of the small towns. I think we have a really strong, smaller town base. We play Clarksville, Tennessee quite a bit in the surrounding area. You know, places like back home, like Pineville. And we always have these good shows like at random places, playing in a barn in Bartstown one time. Huh. So that's one interesting thing about, like, the people that like our music. I feel like we've been able to, like, kind of network pretty well with some of our shows. Like, if that makes any sense, like, connecting with individuals. Like, I know, for one, you know, for one there's Ron Whitehead. He, he does poetry, and we mm-hmm. were kind of adding, adding ourselves into that as much as we could. We've also connected with a lot of other bands through that, too. So that's, I think that's been a really good opportunity for us. And it also goes along with the feedback that we've been getting. It's good feedback for someone to say that, you know, hey, that was a good show. Why don't you come play another one with us? Yeah. What's a man to do when it got the blues? Cause we're working at nine to five. Too many bills, just not enough thrills to make him feel alive. All I got after last week's pages, thirty dollars and some change. That's enough to take my long bed truck, make some soup down by the bay. Got that big soup on the river. Got that big. Said we got 30 gallons baking in a pot, five pound bag of rice, a garbage bag full of pinto beans and onions that we got to dice. Got these six foot teepos in the ground, campfire burning strong. Got so much soup. We just offer to people as a walk along. So we got that big soup on the river. Got that
get up top and go swimming with a carp. I got a water snake slithering by. Stir up the soup with a big old stick. Carp a drinking whiskey dry. Chicken in the cooler, so put it in a soup. Making off of once again. Got so much soup. All night long, feel like another part, my friend. Said we got that big soup on the river. Hey, that blind feline from Louisville, Kentucky. We would like to thank them for being with us this evening. We also like to thank our volunteers and staff for their help in making our production happen each and every week. Thank you all for listening to our webcast, watching us on YouTube and Twitch, and those listening to us on the Red Barn Network of Stations. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and all our programs on the web. We are at redbarnradio.com. And now, once again, please welcome back Blind Feline to the Red Barn stage. Get well and did a set of free Believe, believe, believe I had my heart broken, but I broke it some two And the ladder was a little bit harder to believe Believe me
up the train. It's time to get some more champagne, believe. Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Support for Red Barn Radio also comes from LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. And Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. More information on what Lexington has to offer is at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The music for this episode was mixed by Adam Schettinger. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of The Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. Wookoutamerica.com. Red Barn Radio. Roots music, Southern style. The best music from the roots of the South and sharing this music with the world. Thanks so much for listening. I'm the voice of Red Barn Radio, Tom Brown. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC.